turn to the path. A month or two ago, I celebrated a funeral for a young man that I was a sponsor for back when I was in college. He was in high school being confirmed, and I was in college helping out, and he asked me to be his sponsor. I lost touch and hadn't really heard from him, and it turns out that he was dealing with a heart condition, and yet his own heart had become very bitter and angry at life and God. He went through a lot of difficulty, went through a divorce. And yet, one week before his death, he asked to see a priest, and a priest came, and he received the sacraments. Which is really very beautiful, that he had the humility and the awareness that God's love and forgiveness was always right there. That even though there was so much hurt and hardness, that he knew that the door to God's heart and forgiveness was always open. But part of my own reflection on this is I think about how it kind of, it didn't have to be that way. That, that he carried this hurt and this pain and this suffering for a long time but he didn't have to. It, was, it reminds me of this past week on our, uh, um, was it TikTok? I think it was TikTok Live or something. Somebody asked the question of, well, if God just forgives you of your sins, why don't just live your life and then just go to confession before you die? What's, what's wrong with that? I was like, well, the problem is, you know, well, first of all, we don't know when we're going to die, so hopefully you don't miss time that one. Um, but... <laughs> But the other hand is like, no, you don't get it. By, by being in God's grace, like you get to live in that grace. That, that unforgiveness is heavy. It, it burns. And by allowing God into that for healing and peace, why not live your life with that healing and peace instead? And so this actually becomes a, a motivation even for me of... In what ways am I not turning back to God now? In what ways am I holding on to things in my own weakness, in, in my own pride? You know, there's something about us that I feel like, you know what, I just, it's just my cross and I just have to deal with it. As opposed to what God's inviting me to do is to humbly turn to him to admit that I'm in pain, that I'm hurting, and, and let him in with the peace and the healing he desires for me. That I can walk the path of pride, which is lonely and burdensome, or I can humbly allow the Lord to walk with me as he desires, where there's companionship and love. Our, our readings today invite us to make this turn we hear this call of repentance. Repentance is to turn back. And, and if we're turning to the one who is love, it, it, even by the definition there, it kind of tells us that if I'm turning to the one who is love, I'm, I'm walking away from a path that's less loving, less happy, less fulfilling. 
And that's what God wants for me. He wants me to turn to that path that's fulfilling, where I'm going to be the happiest. And so Peter, he actually begins, it seems kind of strong today in our book of Acts. He, he kind of lays into the people. He says, Jesus, whom you handed over and denied, you denied the holy and righteous one, the author of life you put to death. You acted out of ignorance. But it's okay. Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be wiped away. So I think that's one thing that non-Catholics don't understand about Catholics, is the fact that we talk about sin brings up our need and awareness of our Savior. Not to sit there and just beat ourselves up, but to say, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, when your roommate calls you on not doing the dishes like you were supposed to, and you're like, ouch. But it actually gives us an opportunity to say, yeah, I did do that. Uh, I'm sorry, I wanna do better. Like, it's actually an invitation to grow. It's, it's an invitation to, to be a bigger person. And so that's, that's our invitation. It's, it's to turn back to God and say, Lord, I'm, I'm sorry for choosing the path of sin and, and, and selfishness and, I don't know, and out of my weakness, my brokenness. But Lord, I want to go forward with you. And, and we receive these readings, or you know, Peter's proclaiming it during Easter, because God's the one who takes death and brings life. That he takes my brokenness and sin and does something even better. That we're not stuck. Like, I think, don't we feel stuck sometimes? And, and our readings today are this invitation of like, it doesn't have to be this way. That God actually wants something better for me. And, and it's not my job to just like tough it out and figure it out. But actually in humility to turn to the Lord and say, Lord, I can't do it on my own. I don't know the answer. I would, have, I would have done it already. But I need your help. And the Lord is the one who's right there. That he's there in the upper room today, encountering the disciples. The same disciples who denied him, who betrayed him, who walked away from him. He's right there embracing them in love. I think sometimes we feel like God is, man, I messed up. God, he's going to give me the lecture. My, my parents taught me, you know, like they trained me in this. You know, like he's going to give me a lecture just like they do, you know. And God's like, no, I'm going to love you. And so what's our invitation? Our, our invitation is to keep turning back, to, to maybe be more realistic. That Sometimes I get really mad at myself for not being perfect, but I think I'm actually being too hard because being perfect is unrealistic. That what God expects from us and wants from us is not perfection, but perseverance. Is, is continually turning back to the path. What's the path? The path is not, you know, a line in a map, a trace on the ground. The path is a person. It's Jesus Christ who is the way. And so our invitation is to, is to turn back again and again. Yesterday, I, 
hiked the Grand Canyon with some students, and so I'm thinking about paths right now. But I, there's a couple insights that I think, I don't know, just reflections that maybe they'll be helpful for you. First, we, we all have this desire for happiness. We want, we want to get to the top. We, we want to experience perfection of happiness. But when you're, when you're at the bottom of the Grand Canyon and you look up, you're like, wow, that's pretty high. Like, you're like, that's, that feels out of reach. It, it feels like, I, I don't know how to get there. Like you, maybe you, you look and you're like, I want to be married. I want to be happy. I, I want to be a millionaire. I, wanna, I want all these things, but I don't know how to get there. But what the Lord gives us it's in our readings today, it's mentioned in a couple places, that how we get there is by keeping his commandments. That by, by following his path, that it's actually the most efficient and happiest path to the top. Not the easiest. Well, you know, you could do your own path. I'm just going to, you know what? I know, thank you church for trying to tell me what to do. I'm gonna do it this way. You, we can do whatever we want, but the path that the Lord gives us because he loves us is actually the best way. Do I believe that? And, and as I walk that path and I find myself distracted, weak, sinful, caught in sin, all I do, the invitation, is to turn back. No matter how many times, no matter how far, I can always just turn back to the path and keep going. Secondly, that by taking the path of the Lord, that there's other people, there's brothers and sisters who are on the journey with me. There was a one time yesterday, you know, when you're hiking and just in, in life, we all struggle at different times. And even on the hike, different people were kind of struggling at different times. And um, after a while, one person's body was kind of given out. And it could have been me. It wasn't me yesterday. But, um, and so we looked at this guy, and, um, and I said, hey, can I, can I help you? Let me take a few things and put it in my bag. Let me, let me take your bag. And he's like, no, 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 not to the priest. I can't give the priest my bag. You know, like, um, and... And I was like, okay, okay. Uh, and then after a little while, like, we basically talked about, I said, dude, you do realize that you're doing the biggest Stairmaster you've ever done with a weight vest. Like, we want to help you. And so one of the other guys actually kind of, when he had a chance, he took the bag and put it on and said, We're, we love you, we're going to help you. Because we've done this before, bro, and this is a big hike. <laughs> like, um, that some, we all need help at times. And, and if I'm doing it on my own, it, it's a little harder to find people that are trying to get to the destination. But if I'm on the path, that I look around and there's other brothers and sisters that are trying to help me. Now, you know, and the, the people who are there may not be the people I live with. It might not be the people in my class. But for sure, say at the Newman Center, for example, that there's brothers and sisters they want to help us. They want to encourage us and, and sometimes need our encouragement. You know, maybe by analogy, it'd be like, uh, you know, snacks, you know. Um, 
you know, like you share, sometimes it feels like everyone else's snacks taste better than yours, you know, but like we help each other and that's how we get there. But, but third, I, when we got to the end of our journey, we were at the top and, and I, I thanked one of the people in our, I was just, there's in one of our groups, I just said, hey, thank you so much for choosing to, to hike with us and to be with us, um, especially when it got really long and hard. And this person said, I laughed so much. I was like, what? That, that it's not just about the destination, it's also about the journey. It's not about just gritting it out and being in pain, and then I'll be happy when I get there. But what our God desires for us is to, as he draws near and we walk with him and our brothers and sisters, that we can actually enjoy the journey as well. The journey is not easy, but it can be so much more enjoyable and we can celebrate more together when we arrive. And so that's our choice today. No matter where we're at, is to choose once again to, to turn back to the Lord, knowing that what he holds in his heart for us is nothing but love and forgiveness. And so I, I guess to close, I'd like to say a prayer, which you're welcome to join me in your own hearts, if you'd like. Heavenly Father, I know that I'm not perfect, and I thank you for not holding that expectation over me. Lord, thank you for your patience and love for me, just as I am. Lord, I'm sorry for my sins and the ways in which I have sinned and tried to do it on my own. Lord, sometimes it can be tiring and very hard. Help me to know that you love me and that you're with me. Help me to trust and to open the door to you so that we can do this together. Lord, I never want to be separated from you. Help me to experience the happiness, happiness you desire from me. Amen.